Welcome to Roman's Road. I'm your host, Eddie Roman. This is where we talk about evangelism and apologetics and all kinds of Christian stuff. It has been a crazy summer. We have been doing Way of the Master television video production more than, man, ever before. We are filming all the time. I'm editing all the time, producing, doing all kinds of stuff, doing a lot of traveling. So I have been super duper busy. And then I got my family, whom I love, and I lead, and I do everything I can to be with them. So not a whole lot of free time. I have been teaching at some conferences in the last few months. It's been great. The last one was the Testify Conference put on by Tomorrow's Forefathers at the Iowa State Fair. So this is an annual thing they do with Answers in Genesis. It is a uh, four, four or five day event where there's teaching in the morning and then you go out into the Iowa State Fair and evangelize. And it was just an awesome, awesome time. And if you're interested in possibly doing that next year, I would check out their website, tomorrowsforefathers.com. Is it com or is it org? Let me look real quick on the old internet. It's com. Tomorrowsforefathers.com. Yeah, they do an amazing evangelism training event in the summer. So check it out for next year. So I was looking around at my conversations here. I got, I got a few recorded that I haven't played yet. And I thought, I think I'll play this one. Um, it's from a while back. It gets a little, uh, I don't know. Heated, I guess, is the way to put it. Um, for the most part, if someone is getting upset and I can tell the person's getting angry, I will usually back out, back out of the conversation, that is. I don't want to, you know, get someone upset just for the sake of getting them upset. And I'm going to trust the Holy Spirit to convict that person. And I don't necessarily need to win every argument as a person's getting more upset. But in this particular one, I did not get the sense that it was time to lay down my arms. I didn't get the sense that it was ready for me to stop. So I just kept going with this young man. His name is Noble. I don't know if that's his real name or not, because he told me his name was Noble Quran. So I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it says that on a birth certificate somewhere. I don't know. But Anyway, so got into a conversation with this guy, and what was interesting is we never really got to the gospel, never got to the good person test. I guess I, I did explain the gospel within the conversation, but right from the start, he just started making a bunch of claims, and I didn't feel like the conversation could really go on until I answered those claims. Um, there were a few times I did not answer specific that he, things that he said, and, and, and hopefully when we get to there, I will explain why. Anyway, this is a conversation that happened a while back in Riverside, California. So uh, it happened right after going through the riddle. And so if you don't know what the riddle is, um, go back into the archives of this podcast on your little podcast app there and find the episode called The Riddle. And so The Riddle is just a way to get into an evangelism conversation. So standing next to Noble is his friend. His friend's only there for a little while and then he dips out. Um, so you'll hear him a little bit in the beginning. This conversation begins at the end of our conversation about The Riddle. So anyway, here we go. 
What do you yeah. think happens after you enter the coffin? I don't know. It's a beautiful thing about life. Maybe you don't you know. know. No one knows. You don't know. I don't know. So nobody knows what happens after you die. No. So, so you know. I have, I have some theories that I'm have so some strong theories? about. Yeah. Okay. So okay. do you, right? Tell us yeah. some theories. Yeah. Tell us some. What, what, uh, what are your I theories? I think energy dies. I think we continue on. I, just like a falling asleep and never waking up. What, what would what would that be like? Falling asleep and never waking up. Same thing as birth. You're sleeping and you woke up. Right? Where do these theories come from? Okay. All right. So right out of the gate, he's got some theories. He's got some uh, views. He's obviously thought about this stuff before. And he has his own conclusions. And so I ask him, where did you get these theories from? You know, it's another way of saying, uh, where'd you get that from? Where do you believe that? And when you ask that question... It can be very revealing. A lot of times the person will realize, well, I just made it up. And that in and of itself could be something that makes a person just realize, I really don't know what I'm talking about. But not in this case. He basically says, it came from me. And we're going to see he's going to stick to his guns that he believes that trusting in his own view is the way to go. I feel like I'm connected to something divine, you know, divine consciousness. I feel like we know certain things but not exact details, and I feel like we're not supposed to know exact details. Why do you think we wouldn't, we're not supposed to know certain details? Because I think no one does. I think, uh, who, who, who would know? If someone knew, then we'd be God, no? If you know, why would anyone know? Well, what I'm hearing, correct me if I'm wrong, your claim is that nobody can know. No, it's impossible. And so, would you say that you know what everyone knows, because you're saying, that you know that nobody knows. Right. When I know nothing, I know everything. Right? Well, if you know nothing, right. then that would seem to mean that you wouldn't know what everyone knows. I, I, I've, heard, I've heard the thing, right. I know nothing, know everything. Right. Yeah. yeah. So where would you... Where, I think, I, do you know? I don't know. I do know. And the reason, I, you know? the reason I can confidently say I know is, is based on... Kind of like something you just said. You said, if we knew, then we would be God. You know exact details? I know a lot of details, not all of what them. What are a lot of details? Okay, so... so and what are they based on? Get, getting, getting back to what you said, you said, if, if we knew... Let, 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 me, uh, let me say what I'm going to say, and then you have... Sure. Uh, say, say as much as you want to sure. say. All right, so that's my version of Kanye West. I'm going to let you finish, right? So this guy is just over-talking me. He keeps on interrupting, and I'm basically saying, you know what, let me say what I want to say, and then you can say whatever you want. And uh, that's one way to attempt to get a word in edgewise when someone's steamrolling you, and uh, that's what this guy's doing. You said, if we knew, then we'd be God. And what I would say right. is that we're definitely not God, right. but... The God who created us, he has given us some knowledge. Not all knowledge, exactly. not all the details, so but he's given us enough. So you know something like I know something. I know something, yeah. So do I. All right. And so... so like we, we all do innately. Over time. Because we know okay. something. We keep building on top of that. No, no, you know something innately. So do okay. I. So that's a great point, innately. And, and also, I think my, my, my knowledge would probably coincide with yours, and there's certain truth in both of them, no? So none of us know anything exactly. So, so th th that gets to the, the question of how do we determine what truth is? Right. Like how do we know what is true and what's not? Right. What, what are your thoughts on that? Like how can we don't. you know? We don't. Okay. So this really is a interesting dilemma that we face when we're talking to people. We encounter people who say you can't know anything exactly. And he actually said, you can't know anything. So basically what he's saying is there is no truth. 
And yet, the same person is going to adamantly try to prove his truth. So on the one hand, he would say there is no truth, and yet he's going to spend this whole conversation trying to promote his truth on me and tell me that what I believe is not true. And so it's a very interesting thing to where you have a generation, tons and tons of people, who have bought into this false idea that you can't know the truth, and yet while they claim to believe that, they sure do believe that what they think is true, whatever it is they think, even if they think there is no truth, to them, that is a truth. And so people are living in this contradiction. They're living in a way that is opposite to their own worldview. And so what I'm going to try to do is point that out. And yet this guy is going to prove to be not so easy to communicate this with. A lot of times a person's pride or their one issue that they're stuck on is just going to just going to make them not even care about reason and logic and anything else having to do with the conversation other than this is what I believe and this is true. And so wherever the conversation goes, they're just going to stick to that. So, uh, yeah, here we go. I think we have uh, innate things built into us. Yeah. Divinely. And how would we... There's a universal consciousness. And how do we know those innate things are true because if we don't know what true is? Because it's, uh, it's over uh, the, the masses. The masses feel innate things. I know you know what's right. I know what's right. You know yeah. what's wrong. I know what's wrong. I think that's something you can't see scientifically, and I think that's something that is innately in all of us. And I think the divine consciousness we can tap into. All right. When someone uses the term the divine consciousness, they are no longer speaking in the terms of the biblical God. They are talking Hinduism or New Age or yoga or pluralistic kind of junk. So, for example, the belief would be there is this thing out there somewhere called the divine consciousness and Jesus had it and Buddha had it. And Muhammad and all the great religious teachers tapped into this thing. And so our goal is to tap into it as well. So it's totally false. It's unbiblical. Um, And so just hearing that term alone, I know that this guy is probably not a Christian. They might have Christian terms, but if they are believing that they can basically attain the same level that Jesus did in some way, that's blasphemous. And so... Um, And yeah, I'm not going to just address that right away. I'm still trying to get to the issue of truth here, because if you can help a person see that their idea of truth is is just whacked and illogical, that can kind of help establish a lot for the rest of the conversation. So... uh, we go on. So, so would I don't you, think there's a, necessarily a certain anything about right or wrong. But you don't know what truth is at the same time. I know. I know what's true. Okay. I know what's true. But, I, know, and, and, I know energy doesn't die. Yeah. I know uh, death wasn't. It, I know death isn't the end. I know birth is the beginning. I know that. Do you believe in uh, reincarnation? No, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. So, would you consider yourself to be a good person? A good person? Yes. Um, I guess. It, uh, there's a lot of people's different definitions, but my definition, yeah. Okay. And so, uh, what is your definition of, of good? Good? Yes. I don't know. As, I, as far as uh, being a good person. I don't know if I would define, define a good person. My definition, personally, I don't know if it would go by anyone else. I listen to uh, my soul. Anything that uh, my soul would agree with, that's what I would do. 
anything that goes against my soul, I wouldn't do it because then it would be wrong. If I didn't agree with myself and my soul, really, really know if it's right or wrong, it's not right. And I feel like that's that compass that we all have mm. as humans. I think regardless of anything, we all have it. And I think that's the one truth. Interesting. He just communicated what I think a lot of people in this day and age believe. And that is, if you follow your heart, your soul, your spirit, your mind, whatever you want to call it, if you follow yourself, then that is the right thing to do. That's the way you make your moral judgments and everything else. And that goes totally against scripture. In Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-six, it says, he who trusts in his own heart is a fool, but he who walks wisely will be delivered. In other words, whoever is following the wisdom of God, that person will be delivered. That, that's the person who's doing what's right. And so would you say that everyone has that same we do. truth within them? 100%. So, so, you know what's wrong, I know what's wrong, you know what's right, I know what's right. Okay, so, so how would that make sense in terms of like, you know, that person over there, me over here, you over here, we all have our own definitions according to our soul of what truth is, what right or wrong is, what, what is good uh, or bad to us. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think uh, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're any situation you've ever had in your life, if you truly, truly listen to your soul and what's really, really, really at the bottom of your heart, yeah. I don't think you could ever make a wrong decision. That's, I think, just like sin, sin is not real. I think if you're at all times, if you're listening to your soul and what's true to you, you can never do anything wrong. Okay, this man is definitely not a Christian, although at certain times in this interview, he will claim to be. And the reason I can say that is because if someone does not believe in sin, if someone doesn't believe that there's this thing called sin, that they would then they would have no reason to need a savior. Jesus came to save his people from their sin. And so someone might use Christian terminology, and, and later we're going to learn that this guy's parents were pastors and a whole lot of other stuff. But if someone does not believe in sin, then that would negate any kind of reason to put a person's faith in Jesus Christ in the biblical way. They might believe he was a good teacher. They might believe all kinds of stuff about him. But if Jesus is not the person they're trusting in to save them from their sin— then that's just not Christianity. This is, and of course, sometimes we make mistakes, but I think that's our moral compass, and I think that's our goal. I think that's why even evil exists. I think it's to get closer and to dig deeper into yourself, to, to get to that point where you're consciously making decisions. I think it's all about just being conscious and making conscious decisions. Okay, I, conscious and, decisions. I, and I, I appreciate the fact that you seem to have thought through this. Oh, a lot, lot of people have, okay? So let, let, me, let, me, let me put a uh, si situation in front of you. Okay, what is your job? to figure it out to okay to it okay out. that's good and then when a lot of people out, don't care about figuring out so i appreciate the fact that yeah, you're figuring out let, let me let me give you a, a little uh scenario here yeah let's say someone sure. um within their heart they believe the right thing for them to do is to fly an airplane filled with passengers into a building and kill as many people as they can don't and, and according I don't think anyone's heart would ever tell them that and even well, there are there are a lot. There's a large group of people who believe in their heart that the right way for them to get to heaven and to promote what I they believe, believe is. A, I, don't, I don't believe that's. Enough. You don't believe it. But what I'm saying is, I don't. They even, believe even, that. So, so look, even when I was a child, so I was younger. Okay, so that illustration about the terrorists at the Twin Towers, September 11th, that totally destroys his claim that if you just follow your heart, everything's good. Um, and yet he knows within his conscience that that's just not true. 
since he does not have an answer for that, he's going to change the subject. <laughs> and so now he's going to tell me about when he was a little kid. And so this is very common. People will make claims and they will have nothing to back it up. It's just something they believe. It's just something that makes it convenient for them to push aside the idea of sin and tell themselves, whatever I believe in my heart is okay. And when you challenge them on that, by showing them, no, there is this thing called sin, and it isn't just about following your heart. Because people who follow their heart, they do bad things, because a heart is deceitfully wicked, according to Jeremiah 17.9. But he didn't want to hear that, so he's just going to change the subject and tell me a story. I grew up Christian. I'm still a Christian. I have it tattered on me. I'll show you. So I have it tattered on me. That's like, okay. No, no, I'll show you. All right. He is unbuttoning his shirt. <laughs> just so you believe. So like... uh I believe you, and but I I'll see do. it anyway. I'm, I'm believing God. I believe in Jesus. Get, get, believe, get, get, make also, sure you get a shot I of this. I believe in Buddha. I mean, they're, yeah, they're all people. Everyone, I think they're just all different paths. And I see religion. I see religion. It's a nice cross. I see religion as a fishbowl, and I see spirituality spirituality as the ocean. Mm-hmm. Fishbowl. So, t- t- tell me your name. Noble. Noble. I'm Noble Eddie. Noble Quran. Okay. My name is Eddie. Nice to meet you. So, Noble, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, um, I don't want to take too much of your time and going in a lot of different directions we go, but I... I'm on the same direction, but yeah. Okay. So, so I, I would say that for someone to say they're a Christian and believe that there are all these paths that you can go on... No, I, I believe... So, so look at this. So this is the premonition I had when I was a kid. Okay, now catch this. This is really sad. Basically, what he is saying is what I'm about to tell you, this thought I had when I was an eight-year-old kid... This now has defined the rest of my life when it comes to God. Anything out of the Bible, anything out of anywhere that goes against this thing, I thought when I was eight years old, it just doesn't matter because when I was eight, I had this thing and I've been clinging to this for my entire life. Super sad. I was probably probably like eight years old and and I was going to church all the time. And just someday, I was in, one day I was in my room and I just thought about myself, if I was born in uh, Israel or wherever, and I was born a Muslim child, what would make me the right person? Because I was born in America in a Christian home, as opposed to that Muslim child that was born in his situation. Same age, same everything. We're born on the same day. What makes him me right and him wrong? And that's all he ever knew. His whole life was just Muslim, Muslim, Muslim. And he tried... And he did. He does his best in whatever he believes in. It doesn't harm anyone. He just tries his best to make himself better. And at the end of the day, that's what they're all about. And I do the same thing. What makes him wrong and what makes me right? What makes me wrong and him right? Doesn't. That's when I realized there's a divine consciousness. That's all that matters. Everyone's trying to get the God. Just There's a divine consciousness. And we, if we all tune into that divine consciousness, well, I think we all can. It doesn't matter who we are. We, that's what it is. Our job is to go deeper into that divine consciousness. Right and wrong, just like Jesus dying for our sins, that metaphorically, when Jesus died for our sins, I think that was him showing us that there are, there is no sin. Whew, this just gets worse and worse as we go along. And that's one of the reasons I like to let people talk for a while, is you learn what they believe. To think that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ was a metaphor or a symbol or anything like that, that's just wicked. That's just straight heresy. It's horrible. It's straight from the pit of hell. And yet this guy, he like is, you know, talking so sure about himself and it's just really sad. And everything the Bible teaches is really telling you to just follow your heart, follow God, the divine consciousness. 
when you're following that divine consciousness, sin doesn't exist. Sometimes we slip up, but what are those slip-ups for? What is that sin for? Wait a minute. He just asked the question, what is that sin for? And yet this whole time he's been saying there is no sin. Man. It's to get us back on track, to bring us deeper into ourselves. Before people die, before people do something, all of a sudden they call on God. Why? Because they realize, oh crap, something bad is happening. Now they need to go towards something good. And that brings it back to the yin and yang, that right and wrong. There's always a balance, different poles. So Noble, I, I am going to agree with you on one point that you brought up. Sure. You, you, you said that all of us have innately within us know um, what the truth is. And that, that's what that, I was referring to when I said good, bad. And that actually, that, that actually lines up with Romans chapter 1 and chapter 2 when right. it says that people suppress the truth and unrighteousness. Right. They basically live the way they want to live just because they want to do that. They want 100%. to do what they do. But what, what, what I will um, say is that the Bible actually says that Jesus Christ himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Right. No one comes to the Father but through me. Right. And, and the, the, his disciples said, there is no other name given among heaven right. by which we must be saved. So the idea that we're all following our own paths and that someone can get to heaven in a way other than putting their faith in Jesus Christ alone. Even, even the kids you mentioned right. over growing up Muslim, and I'll get to that in a minute. Um, the idea that somehow God is just going to allow every person in the world to make up their own truth and, and go, go, go against him. And that feeds into well, my... Let, 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 no, let, let, I, but I agree and, with 100% with your saying. Right. And that's where it feeds into my humanity. Unfortunately, I do believe in Jesus Christ. It, I, but you, not, don't, you a, don't believe in the Jesus Christ of the Bible. I do. I You've do. made your own no, version no, no. of Jesus. No, I do. Let, let, me, let me finish for a second. I, and, and hear me out. I and then, and then you can... I have to you, you, will, you, you will respond in a minute. What I'm saying is this. Jesus Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. 100%. All throughout the Bible, we see the presentation of mankind has sinned against God, and the only way that God has given mankind as a way of escape is to put their faith in Jesus Christ. Not right. in any other name, right. not in any other version of right. God, but in, in Jesus, Jesus Christ. And the reason for that is the same reason that the Muslim and, and, and anyone... How do we explain uh, that hasn't been exposed to Jesus... To, to, it will apparently our version of Jesus Christ is yeah. not the same. I believe it is. So, so this is how I was raised. My mom's a pastor. My dad's yeah. a pastor. Which doesn't matter because it's, sure. it's a personal relationship. And I, Romans and, chapter and, and 1. I, and Roman, I believe in the same biblical yeah. Jesus that you do. But my whole thing is, how does what, what happened to the people that are forgotten about, that were never talked to about yeah. our, even though you'll say it's yours, it's our Jesus Christ. I'm going to answer that. that. Never talked about I'm going to answer it in just a minute. But before I answer that, I just, I just want to, I want to present you with, with, just an, a and, concept and Jesus here. Jesus Christ himself says, go out and go out and God himself. And that's, that's out, what I'm doing here. No, no. He says, no, no, no. Not go out. Not what you're saying. You didn't let me finish. He said, go out and, and uh, challenge, challenge him. See, see what there is. And I've seen what there is. And I realize that I know God is the way, the truth, and the light. I do. But I do respect this. Where, where does it say that in the, in the Bible, what you're saying? It, do, it does say that we should test him when it comes to uh, tithing. But it doesn't say anything as far as challenge him, as as far as whether Jesus Christ is is true or not. Not that. Okay. And so, as far and so, as the religion itself, Jesus came to abolish religion. Okay, Noble is now desperately looking at his phone. I believe he's looking at either a Bible app or Googling, trying to find some proof to the claim he just made. In Malachi three ten, it does give a place where God is speaking to the people in the Old Testament, and he tells them to test him concerning a promise he made about tithing. 
And so the idea that God tells us in the Bible somewhere to test him concerning anything else, especially having to do with the truth of the things that God has already laid out concerning Jesus Christ being the only way for salvation, that's just ridiculous. And, and you just mentioned a little bit ago that you, you said that the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, him dying on the cross, was like a metaphor or, or something? No. When I uh, say that you have a different version of Jesus, I just want you to understand what I, what I mean by that. All throughout the Bible, we're told that idolatry is, is a sin against God. We're not, we're not to make idols. And when we make any other version of God in our mind, that's basically making an idol. So, so a lot of times people might say, well, I believe in a God that doesn't send anyone to hell. Well, you might believe in that, but that would be an idol that you've created in your sucks. mind. So that's Everyone's what I mean. Talking about- okay, now he is looking at his phone and he's telling me the results of his search. Everyone's saying why Jesus came to abolish religion, but there's no actual verse. I wouldn't know either because there's so many pages and how could I know exactly what page and what verse? I know what I read. So, so, I read so okay, so, so I will say I this. The Bible avidly. Sure. I will say this. There is I get a, what you're saying, though. There is a lot in the Bible that talks about religion. I know I feel free and I feel comfortable. I sleep amazing. And religion being bad in the sense that all throughout the New Testament, there's, yeah, a, there's a lot of Pharisees or a lot of bad religious teachers. And so in that sense... Religion itself, it's very uh, cyclical and... Uh, Kind of, you do this, you do that. Yeah. It's not. It's not what it's about. So, so the Bible does Freedom. talk about false religion, but it also presents religion okay. be, being good. In James chapter one, it says, serve, ser- "No, it says serving or- orphans and widows is true religion." So, uh, but my question: what, what about the what, like what I like I said? What about sixty percent of the population of the universe that has, hasn't been? Yeah, great point. In Romans, yeah. in Romans chapter one, right. it presents a picture of all humanity right. as being in rebellion against God. Okay. Right, and so so basically, even though we see the creation, even though every one of us have all kinds of evidence, including our own conscience, like you brought up, okay. that God exists, yet we push against it, we rebel against it, right? Um, and okay. that's that's Romans chapter no, 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 chapter I, one no, and two. I get, I, no, I welcome you to saying. read it. And, no, no, and, but, but and, I'm, no, I get what you're saying. Okay. But what does that have to do with a Muslim child? I'm getting like to that. When I, I was eight, I'm getting to that. When you when you when you when you ask when you ask the question, not, apparently not our Jesus. Which I, to, is fine. I totally get it, your my friend. Jesus, who's never heard of your Jesus? I'm going to answer that. I promise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm so, coming with you right now. So, so I just he, need to understand. He, I haven't. I appreciate that. So, so here, here's the issue. When you so ask the question, question, what about the innocent Muslim child, or what right. about the the, the, the issue, anyone? The issue is nobody's innocent. According to the Bible. We are all sinners in rebellion against God. We are bo- we are born in sin. Of course, nobody's innocent. So for you to say that's not fair, the question is: I didn't say fair. Fa- fair to who? Well, well no, I didn't. Well, say I I I I thought no. about this question before. I said, what about them? What about people that do not know, have no knowledge in their world? You're speaking yeah. from your universal standpoint. What about if you I'm were trying born- to communicate what it says in the Bible? I just need a, it. Should be a quick explanation. What about? It should be a quick explanation. So many assertions here. First of all, why should it be a quick explanation? Because that's what you want. Secondly, you don't even believe in sin. So this whole issue is going to make no sense if you're constantly pushing against the idea of sin before a holy, righteous God. What if you were born yeah. in Cairo, Egypt, and all you ever known was Muslim? Without a savior, I will go straight to hell because I deserve it. You have a savior. You're Muslim. 
that's your religion. That's what I, you I would have in. a false savior at that point. Yeah, and but you never heard about God. So all the people that have never heard about God, they'll just go to hell. Correct. Do you understand why? That's that's what we no, but that's where we disagree. The, 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 I don't that, think that's true. Okay, well, well, the, it's not then, true. Then you don't believe the Bible's true. For, I so, do for, believe the Bible's true. Well, you're just you're and believing believe against even, it. It's so interesting that he is so adamant about him being a Christian and him believing the Bible, and yet so many of the things he is saying are just directly in opposition to what the Bible would have to say. It just makes me wonder, does he really think he's a Christian? Is he that self-deceived? It seems like it. And because of that, I think I'm going to strive with him a little more and, and just hopefully show him that he's wrong. And he does not like that word, that concept of being wrong with his relativistic idea that everyone should be able to believe whatever they want to believe. But the problem with that is if you believe the wrong things about your creator, he doesn't like that. <laughs> That's a very simple way to put it. God is a God of truth and he doesn't like lies. And he definitely doesn't like lies concerning himself. There is one God. He has revealed himself to us, and any other form of God, any other idea of God, especially one that claims to be that same God, that's just a lie, and, and God hates idolatry. In the actual Bible, it says they're judged based on basically what they do in their little watch. All right, he says watch, and now he is back on his phone doing another search, trying to find something to prove his point. Um, because I asked this question at, sure. at Harvest when I was eight years old, back in the it's, day. It's, it's a very and common mom, question. And my mom knows as well. She told me the same thing. It's basically you're judged based on what you do in that. I can't. I don't want to say it wrong. Sure. You're judged based on basically how you perform in that whatever thing you are in, even though you don't. Oh, like like in that religion. Yes. Yeah. That that would. Yes. That is not in the Bible. I guarantee you. Wow. The, so the, the Bible. Damned. Okay. So, so, so everyone else is damned so, to hell. I don't think me, a certain percentage of us. Man, he has made up his mind about this issue and nothing that I say, no no thing that I bring up from the Bible, um, it's going to change it. He's just there. And it's funny, he says he asked someone at Harvest. I actually used to work at Harvest Christian Fellowship years ago, and I can guarantee you that is not what they teach there. I don't know, maybe he had some bad Bible study teacher or something, but no, I, I know the pastor's there. That's not something that would ever come out of... Uh, that church there, at least when I was there, and I, hopefully it wouldn't be coming out today. The idea that you are in whatever religion you happen to be in, and you just do the best you can there, and God judges you based on that, and somehow you come out good, that is absolutely against the Bible. You know, just that that's just ridiculous. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. That's John 14, 6. One of the most basic concepts of Christianity and one of the main reasons the world hates Christianity. One of the main reasons why Christians are persecuted because it's exclusive. It is not inclusive. There is nothing in the Bible that would lend itself to another person in any other religion, whether it's a Christian cult Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, whatever, or a non-Christian religion, Islam, Hinduism. There, are, there is nothing in the Bible that would say there is anything good about these religions at all. Like maybe you know someone who is a practitioner of any of these religions or even an atheist who you would look at and say, that's a good person. 
Well, the message from the Bible is there are no good people. All of us have sinned. All of us fall short of the glory of God. That's why we need a Savior. Jesus Christ is the only Savior. And again, this is the thing that causes people to be angry at Christians. This is why people hate Christians. You Basically, as far as the world's concerned, you can believe in whatever you want or do whatever you want as long as you don't say what they're doing is wrong or that anyone is doing wrong. And this goes into religions. This goes into a person's sexual preferences. It's, it just covers everything. People hate the light. People hate Jesus Christ for this reason, and that is that he is exclusive. So, so this guy, you know, he, again, it's interesting. He claims to know the Bible. He claims to be an avid reader of it. And yet here he goes again, falling back on some memory of something that happened when he was eight years old. It's tragic. You know, the guy's in his 20s now, and he's still looking back to this eight-year-old thing. So sad. If you, so, so you're born in America, right? Correct. This is why you're doing, this is why you're here right now. If you were born in any other place, maybe you wouldn't have found God. So you're just lucky because yeah, you were yeah, born but, here but, that you but, found God. But let me, if you were in Africa That's right not now, true because yes, you were born, yes, you yes, set into a Christian family, born, and now you're absolutely I'm, not thinking I mean, like a Christian at all. Okay, I hope you caught that. Here is a guy telling me the reason I am a Christian is because I was born in a Christian nation. The reason Muslims over in Saudi Arabia or wherever... The reason they're Muslims is because they were born into a Muslim nation. And yet that logic totally collapses because here's a guy who was born into at least what he would consider a Christian nation, a Christian family, and he's not a Christian. (laughs) So his theory just got destroyed. I believe there's people that take responsibility for themselves. Like I said, just like before people are about to die, some, for some reason they cry out to God. I, I believe that the people that work toward building a relationship with God, and I feel like there's one connection, I feel like there's no impeding between you and what, God. What about all the, idol, like what about personal, all the idols that like, the Bible talks just about? Just like I feel like it's a person. I'm laughing because as I'm holding my microphone, talking into it, this guy has reached over and with his finger, he's moving the microphone to his mouth. <laughs> connection and i feel like yeah. even you saying even if you think tonight i'm not going to heaven it's a it's that's between me and god you have no clue yeah. you have no clue that i taught you have no clue now, i have not about said me and god's I, relationship. let me tell you, you this have no clue the things i see i have not day. said one you time no that you're clue. not going to heaven okay it is possible no no but you said that well but but based on your beliefs you, you well just based on what you said you said i go against the bible i and, don't and, and so, i'm not believing correctly sure so, it could be that, that you're a confused christian who believes confused. some feel, christian things i'm not okay so so let me let me ask you this yes jesus said i am the way the truth and life no one comes to the father but by me according to the bible the only way anyone gets into heaven is to put their is is to put their 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 trust into the death and resurrection of jesus christ that's the only way anyone gets heaven. yes do you believe that yes and i believe so what about the muslim kid who who never heard that will he go to heaven or not exactly that's the no no, i'm asking you will he or not because according to the bible he will not Okay, I have just turned his own issue back on him. He just made the claim that he believes that Jesus Christ is the only way to heaven. He just made that claim, and so I want to show him he does not really believe that. That's what I'm doing here. He's never heard about Jesus. Correct. 
I don't know because that's the beautiful thing I about do God. know that's the beautiful there's thing not, about there's Jesus. nothing beautiful about a falsehood there's nothing beautiful about saying false Allah, religion is what you're Allah doing is God. Allah is a, a false idol idol uh, Allah is a false it's idol it's not anything Allah is not anything you're right it's he's not, not anything you're right he's not anything because he doesn't exist of the divine consciousness false idol your definition of God is, is the one in the Bible as is mine and I believe not if he's Allah Allah, Allah is a false version of God. God. He doesn't. Allah is not one of them. The whole structural thing. If you're talking the about the Allah found in the in the, the in the Muslim religion, I false religion guide. Bible, the Quran. The, the structural religion is a structured guide to get to that place. And once you get to that place, it's amazing. It's beautiful. And the Bible doesn't say that at all. Like that's your version. You, that's Noble's wait, version what, of God. What that's does fine. That go against? It goes getting, against the Bible. Getting to God. It goes against the Bible. Having a having a connection to God is not, not in the Bible. Not through an idol. What idol? The the the, the false anything. one that you've been presenting yeah, this whole time. To a statue, that's an idol. The divine consciousness what, that is what above is, all us, all of us in the universe, is God. That divine. There is one God. Have, His name is has, Yahweh. He's presented himself that. as and Jesus Christ. I believe that. And. If, if you're if you're getting your information about your divine consciousness from any God. other place other than the Bible, including your own imagination, that's an idol. I study. Like, I do. Not getting my information. I study other religions for sure. Why would we not? That's ignorance. If we don't. I study other religions because they're interesting, and Very I can see what false religions believe. No, and it draws perspective because your religion is really. Think about back to the Stone Ages, wherever you were born, you have different beliefs just innately, just being based on where you were born, the resources that were provided, everything. It builds certain things. That's just how it is. And God is sovereign, and he's He's created all men everywhere to, to be in yes. their pre-appointed times yes. and the boundaries of their dwelling. So, so yes, God has made people be born in what age, what, what place, what country, I'm, for his uh, own purposes. The only, the only... That is from the book of Acts. 1726, God does know where everyone in every country and every age lives because he's the one that put him there for his own purposes. The idea that people in, let's say, Saudi Arabia or whatever Muslim or foreign country don't have the opportunity to know the true and living God, that's just ridiculous. There are Christians in all these places right now fortunate thing about this is like i said i'm not disagreeing with anything you said at all now if you're wondering why he would say that join the club because i'm wondering that too it's amazing like i said i'm not disagreeing with anything you said at all except your version of god it's not my version of god well it's not the bible's version of god i would encourage you to, to read the bible Bible's version of god is divine my version of god is divine uh, it's the exact same thing I believe in. I believe my, in my, my, my sweater is, is black. That streetlight is black. So it's the same thing? No. Like your logic hey. is so off. Where are you at? <laughs> okay. I'm and now he's on his phone again. No, but real quick, I know yeah. you got to get to your no, friends. On the day you at die, the end, the end of the day, on the day you die and you stand before God, why should he let you into heaven? Because I would dealt with a lot of, I don't even want to call it, adversity or like sin or anything i've brought myself to a place where i i came to a place where i realized that everything is fake the only truth that i have is my connection to god the way i live my life is through that divine connection i feel like when you have that divine connection you're the absolute 
best person you can be, which is the perfect person you can be, which is very hard, and we do sin, which is why it's in the Bible. But I feel like our job is to live up to that divine consciousness and keep that connection to God and dig deeper into ourselves and peel back all the stuff that we've been taught, all the stuff that we've learned, and realize that all we have is that connection to God. Just like my people, I'm Ethiopian, my people were born in Africa. All they had was that connection to God. Before the before Columbus got here, all the, the people, the Native Americans had was that connection to God, the, the, the earth, and they were massacred. They didn't believe in land, they didn't believe in ownership. All they believed in was that connection to something, something divine is giving us this proof, gratefulness. That's, all, that's what I believe, it's just God is here, He's all around us, He's in us. We are a part of God and we're the body of God and I feel like our job is to try to live as loving as possible. God is love and I try to encapsulate that every day and every day I go to sleep comfortable every day I go to sleep knowing that I'm still on that path. Who knows, even if I die today, I feel like I still wouldn't be judged because I'm on that path to getting there. And all it is is a journey. You, we can't, you can never be judged. Who's to say, what if somebody's just beginning their journey with Jesus Christ and they die? They just started that journey and they're so far back than you are, allegedly. I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah. that they're gonna be judged because they were just on their journey. All it's about is a journey. That's what I really truly believe. And I know for a fact that I'm on that journey. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. I got it tatted on me. I believe that God, Jesus died for our sins. And like I said, and I think when he died for our sins, it was a, a metaphor for sin not existing. There is no sin. When you truly listen to your soul, which our soul is a part of God, when you truly listen to your soul and you do what your soul says, there can be no sin. All right. My question was, why should God let you into heaven? And he just gave a really long, wrong answer. And so I'm going to try the best I can to explain that to him. So, so Noble, um, so I, 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 I asked you why God should let you into heaven. Oh, and, 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 that's, and that's what I'm saying. That, no, I got, exactly I got that. Saying. I got that. And, as, and so, as, as I just said, I'm going to. And, and so according to the Bible, according to the Bible, yeah, yeah. And I love, and I love you. A lot of people say, who yeah. are self-deceived feel good about themselves. Self-deceived. According to the Bible, there is one way to get into heaven. That is putting your faith in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. That is I, not I what firmly, you're doing. You don't even believe in sin. So how? So why in the world would you be putting your faith know, in God's and, and, remedy well, for sin well, my, if you don't my, even believe in sin? I you're self-deceived, no, my no, friend. No, 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 but that's the thing. I see, see, and that's where you're wrong. Because when you're living in that, when you're living through Jesus, when you're living in faith, when you're living through God, you're, you, there is no sin. Sin is a, it's a falsity. It's not real. Yeah, that, how, that totally how, goes against the Bible. So at all times, if you say that you have time, no sin, you listen, deceive listen, yourself. No, That's straight from the I Bible, my I friend. I don't have any sin. I sin. You all said the there time. is no sin. No, I'm living. My whole goal in life is to live through, based on my soul. Let I, me ask you this, I do Noble. not want Are, to sin. He just continues to contradict his professed worldview that there is no sin. Now he just says he doesn't want to sin. Well, why would you care about wanting or not wanting to do it if it didn't exist? The thing, I wasn't even gonna say the Bible talks so much about self-righteousness, no, and that's no, what you are. You're finding no, your righteousness see, in yourself and not in the death and resurrection of, of Jesus Christ. Uh, You're not trusting in that. conversation is a mirror. Anything you say is a reflection of what's in your brain. That's not what I am, and you put that on me, but it's not true. Look, I could have told you that I'm celibate. I could have told you that I wasn't having sex before marriage. I could have told you that everything in the Bible, I truly believe, and I, I'm literally living You don't believe things. the part about there being one God and, and Him. I do, I not, do. I so, do. 
so if you believe if you believe that the Quran do you believe the Quran is the word of God? What? Do you believe that the Quran is the word of God? No, I I believe that's people's rendition of trying to get there. Do you believe that uh, Buddhism is is truth? That, well, that a person who's a Buddhist and they're only a Buddhist and they never hear about Jesus Christ, that they would get to heaven or nirvana or reincarnation or whatever it is they're they're going for. Would that happen in 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 reality? Know. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe yeah. I'm lucky to be born in a Christian household. Maybe I'm lucky to born to be born when my mom's a pastor. Yeah. Maybe I'm lucky to be born when my dad's a pastor. So I, so I would and I would I, say I do believe in the Christian Jesus, and maybe I'm lucky. Well, we just learned something very revealing about Noble and that he said that his mom is a pastor. So what this means is this man was raised in a home where his parents were teaching the Bible, but they were absolutely not obeying the Bible. And the reason I know that is because in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 12, it gives the instruction that women are not to be pastors. And without getting into an entire podcast on that issue, 1 Timothy 2, 12, Paul says, but I do not allow a woman to teach or exercise authority over a man, but to remain quiet. For it was Adam who was first created and then Eve. And it was not Adam who was deceived, but the woman being deceived fell into transgression. So when the Bible commands um, women not to teach, not to become pastors, basically, it isn't an issue of the culture at the time. The reason it gives, it's an authority issue. It's a headship issue. It falls into the same realm of husbands and wives in that it has to do with the way God created them. And again, this is something that could take up 20 podcasts, not because it's unclear in the Bible, it's just, just because it's so controversial among women who are pastors. Now, I am not going to get into this with Noble simply because that isn't the main issue here. If I was to mention something about that, that would sidetrack the whole conversation. And since he's emotionally tied to his mom, I'm guessing, it's not going to be a matter of what the Bible says. It's going to be more of a matter of how dare you talk bad about my mom. So I'm not even going to go there. But now I do understand at least that the reason Noble has a twisted version of Christianity, it's because he's been living in it, in his family, his entire life. And my heart is so big and I have so much love for everyone else. And, I've, and the people that I know... You don't have love for the God of the Bible do, because you don't care about his word. You don't care about the black and white truth of what it says in the Bible. You say, well, that stuff's cool, but I have my own that, version that, of this, and, that, and, 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 that, and this is what I believe. And, like and, you, and You're more like, willing to like trust God, in yourself than like in God, the Word. And just like God, I really wouldn't judge. And I, it's unfortunate The Bible you, tells that us that we're supposed like to that. judge with righteous judgment. Fair enough. And you judge. And, and so I'm attempting to judge with righteous judgment according to the Bible, right? Fair enough. That's what I'm trying to do. You can try. That's good, though. I, but So I would, I would yeah. just encourage you to kind of make a decision. I, are you going to follow I the am. Lord or are you going to follow yourself? Because that's what it seems like you're doing. You got your own version of, of, of God. your version of what you think the Bible intimate, should be. In, I have a deep, intimate With Noble's with version of God. And unfortunately, you would never know that because your universe will never be mine. My universe will never My be My universe is the same you one that yours. Do, it's the one go. that God created and the, one, the same God that's going to judge you. And that's why I'm concerned for you, my friend. That's why I'm telling you, you need to trust in 
the Lord of Scripture, what, what, the Jesus you, Christ of you, the Bible. What do, you, what do you prescribe I do? I would prescribe that you turn from your, your, your idea that the way you're going to get to heaven, the way you're going to be right with God, is by trusting in yourself and no. trusting in your own version. No. Well, I don't, I, I never I'm said going that. off what you just I never, described to me. I, I, never said I, asked you you sim- I asked you a simple I said, question. I said, I said going through God. God is in us when you're truly following your soul, which your soul is connected to God, which I firmly believe that divine consciousness, which is God that created all of this. When your soul is connected to that and you're truly following that, how can you do wrong? So, so the Bible makes wrong, a distinction between wrong, wrong is to get you back on track. So yes, sometimes I come up short. Yes, I, I was celibate for six months. Holy shit, that does a lot for you. Oh my gosh, with women, with everything. I went out to the bar and there was a million chicks on me and I fell, I fell hard. I went out and I fell. I had sex. Six months of celibacy. Nothing. No porn, no nothing. And I went out and it's like they could feel my energy like of being celibate. It was ridiculous. Like, grabbing me. And I fell that quick. And I felt like it was a test. So like I said, I'm back on track. Well, another contradiction. He just said that he fell. And yet, what would that even mean if there's no such thing as sin? Seems like this guy's carrying around a lot of guilt and he's simply trying to make up for the bad things he just got finished doing, it sounds like. This wasn't too long ago. You know, repentance without faith in Jesus Christ is worthless. Just because you stop doing something bad doesn't mean that you are now right with God. You need to have that complete righteousness that only comes through faith in Jesus Christ. And I believe in the Bible. I firmly right. believe in so, everything so, you're so, saying. So just to, just to wrap it up, because you got to go. I'm just not putting... If I'm you're just, not... Be- not, you, not according I'm not, to... I'm personally... I'm personally... And this has nothing to do with what you're saying. A good friend of mine, every time he hears one of these witnessing conversation, he asks me, man, how can you be so patient with people? And I'm watching this and listening to this, and I'm thinking the exact same thing. But I think in the moment, I just care about people. I genuinely care about this guy. I genuinely want him to understand the true gospel and to put his faith in Jesus Christ and repent of putting his faith in himself and his twisted view of God. I'm personally not damn, I'm not damning, I'm not passing judgment on any of them. I can't. In John chapter 3, it shows that the world the is already that, judged. That, that's fine. And I just feel like it's not so a place I'm not to here. Judgment. I'm not here to judge you. you. I'm not here to judge you. You I'm, have I'm, multiple times, and it's unfortunate, but it's According okay, to the word, yes. According, what, wh- how you feel isn't a determining factor of anything. Child molesters feel good, right? Our uh, feelings aren't the things we should determine like said, truth by. back to that soul thing. Child molesters' soul does not feel good. So interesting. Another contradiction. Here is a guy who claims, first of all, there is no truth, that you can't know the truth. And yet, somehow, he knows the truth about what child molesters feel. (laughs) And he also knows the truth about what they're doing being wrong. And yet, it wouldn't be sin, I guess, because he doesn't believe in sin. Yeah, if you're 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 trusting in your soul and in 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 yourself... I'm not trusting in myself. I, I told you that. I you did, you didn't that. say you were trusting in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. God and divine consciousness is in us. We are part of the divine body of God, consciousness sure. is a false idea from false religion. Like that's God that's is, not the God of the Bible. There's nowhere in the Bible that talks about d- divine consciousness. That's like Hinduism. That's a false religion. 
the, 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 the idea the idea the that you're taking the word so much further than it means. I'm listening to God. what you say. Yeah, God is divine consciousness by definition. He is. In Romans chapter one, he, it makes a distinction God, between God the Creator God and the creation. God is. Do you believe that God is God, in you and me and in God the tree? Is. And How, what do you mean when God is all around us? God is. How is He all around us? He is. God, so, so just just is. to clarify, do you believe that go. God is in in you, in me, in the go, tree? Dude. I love you. All right, I love man. You, dude. I would. I, Where are you at, brother? Yeah, we're at the car already. All right, I'm coming. Hey, I'm gonna I'm I'm give you. I'm gonna give you my uh, podcast. I'm coming right now. Okay, I just gave him my podcast business card. Noble, if you are listening to this, you have to email me. You have to. I'll take you out to lunch. Come on. I like I said, dude, I'm happy. Right, it's okay. You, I, you, even though you're happy, you need to repent and you need to get right I with repent, God. I have repented. Dude, but you, but you haven't repented of your false idea of, of your version of God. You know, if anything out of this conversation, yeah, think about that. Is the God you believe in, is the God believe in, the one of the Bible or the one you've made up? Is the God you came to I came to God. You repented to yourself. You're not listening to me, brother. I've been listening to you for a while here. Okay, that's why I gotta go. So you need to repent. Like I said, any conversation is a mirror of what's inside of you. Anything you say is what you are. Anything I say is who I am. That's why what I say. Well then you're your falsehood then. Your judgment is you, brother. I'm sorry. I I dude, I love you. I love Appreciate God, that. and it's unfortunate. You love your version of God. I would just, I would just dude, plead with the, you. The read the Bible and ask issue? yourself one question: We're going. Is we're, my we're, God going. is okay. my God the we're same going. one as we in made, the Bible? Dude, we made it. We're all going somewhere, and, and I'm talking to you because I want you to go to heaven, oh, man. My I don't okay. want you to go to the place where wherever it is that your you version damning? of God. So, so you are damning me right now. Is that what you're saying? I would say that without faith in the correct Lord Jesus Christ of the Bible and his version of God, you're already damned. Are you're you already condemned. Are you 100%? You're, are you saying right now, you're 100% we don't believe in the same God? Absolutely. Fair enough. That's all I need to hear. All right, my friend. Easy. Take care. Okay, and with that, he walked off. And right after that, um, my friend Yale, the guy who was uh, taping this, he asked me a question. So, Eddie, do you think this, this tonight was worthwhile? Yeah, it's always worthwhile, even if you don't get people uh, begging to come to your church the next day. It's just the fact that Noble listened. Um, he didn't seem like he wanted to listen. He seemed like he was more interested in just voicing his own opinion. And um, when I would start to answer some, he would just get back into his own opinion. Um, but I'm glad that he did listen because I did say many things that caused him to stop and think, even if it's for a, for a second. I gave him my card. Hopefully he'll, he'll, you know, look at my website and look at the podcast and maybe hear some more, uh, some more of the gospel. But it's always worth it. Every I mean, single a tough time. question, which was, uh, what about those people that, you know, are born in different places, they have yeah. different religion, and they never, you know, they never hear about Jesus? Yeah. And that's a very common question. And it really is an emotional argument. Um, the answer to that question is actually very, very simple. The answer is anyone in any part of the world, no matter what their upbringing is, without a savior, they will go to hell. Not because God is mean, not because the Bible's too strict, but it's because they deserve it. They are sinners. And that's, that's, that's the answer. It's very easy. Now, people don't like it. Um, and that's the issue. People will say things like, well, that's not fair. God should be fair to everyone. And the question I like to ask is, fair to who? Is it fair to God that people 
are born and they live their entire life spitting in his face with how they just continue in sin. Is that fair to God? And people are so man-centered and self-centered that all they care about is their version, their idea of what it might look like, what God should do. And at that point, they've become God. They're the ones that want to make the rules and they're the ones who want to judge God. So the issue really isn't a, a hard one. Um, if you just read Romans chapter 1, it lays out just the fact that mankind is sinful and they, they deserve to be punished. And that's why it is fair for God to punish everyone regardless of what their level of knowledge is. But at the same time, the same God is merciful and he's provided a way to be saved. And that's why we're out here talking to people about Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is not the, the problem, he's the solution. And that's the issue. So you get a guy like Noble who um, just has this question, and it's a good question, it's a common question, but instead of just submitting to what the Bible says and, under, and just realizing that, you know what, God probably knows more than me, he probably understands the heart of man better than me, um, instead of doing that, he would rather make up his own version of religion, which, which in some way answers that question for him. So it's just idolatry. It's very, very uh, common for people to say, I believe in Jesus Christ. And yet when you talk to him, they have some kind of crazy version that has nothing to do with the Jesus Christ of the Bible. And so uh, hopefully my prayer is that Noble might just consider these things that we've talked about. And it actually might, uh, you know, God might use it to just, just, just lead him to the truth. So, that's it. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please give it a good review on iTunes. This is the best way for others to notice Romans Road and give it a listen. The more Christians listening and learning how to evangelize, the more we glorify the Lord. Ray Comfort here. If you haven't yet subscribed to this podcast, please take a moment to do so now. On your phone's podcast app, search for Romans Road, and when you find it, hit subscribe. It's free, and by doing so, you'll get all episodes past, present, and future. Then when you're finished, head over to livingwaters.com for a huge collection of evangelism videos, articles, tracks, and resources to help you share the gospel with those around you. That's livingwaters.com. Thanks for listening to Romans Road. If you want to learn how to evangelize, check out my book, Search and Rescue, available at eddyroman.com. On my website, you'll also find videos and other things to encourage you to preach the gospel to your friends and family. That's eddyroman.com. See you next time. Yeah.